Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So what do you do when your team is super busy, but they're just not being productive? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Welcome to the show. So uh, last time I mentioned a uh, shout out to Steve and uh, some of our listeners up in South Dakota. And uh, one of the questions they asked was, you know, they were talking about the show with some of their uh, colleagues and said, you know, how many episodes is it? And I said, you know, I honestly, I do no, it's over 200, but I'm not sure. So got the answer for that today. Checked. Uh, we are. This is episode 229 here as we're into season 14. So thank you for all our longtime listeners. And whether this is your first episode or your 229th episode, glad you're here and appreciate any of your reviews, sharing the word, and helping other leaders, other managers get these human, practical human-centered leadership tools in their toolkit. All right, so today we are talking about helping your busy team to be more productive and work smarter. So uh, this question came from uh, a reader of Winning Well, and so they were reading uh, the section in Winning Well, and we've had episodes about this in the past. Uh, The book, if you're not familiar, it's called Winning Well, A Manager's Guide to Getting Results Without Losing Your Soul, hence the name of this podcast. So the... uh, Reader was reading the section on meaningful metrics, and we talk about focusing on the game, not the score. Uh, so it's a lot of leaders, what they'll do is they'll look at a, a metric, maybe it's a financial measurement or uh, like an average hold time or some number that we assign to things, and we need to measure, and numbers are important. But they focus to such an extent on that number that they're not focused on the habits and the behaviors that are actually going to lead to success. So it'd be like a football coach saying, we've got to score more points. We've got to score more points. Okay, well, that's nice, but what are we going to do to do that? It's some form of blocking, tackling, passing, catching, running the ball, or playing defense, right? So it's the the actual work we do. So this question, after reading that section, comes from a listener who has a question about their team being super busy, but they're not being productive. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. And before I answer this question, definitely want to invite you... I love answering questions, love to answer yours. So you can send those to david.die, D-Y-E, at letsgrowleaders.com. And uh, if you missed the the chance this time around, if you've been listening for a little while, you know uh, I started that uh, group of people who are getting some more personal small group time uh, to ask their questions directly, get those answered. Uh, we'll do that again in the future. Uh, but for now, if you have a question, please send it in. We'll use it in the show. All right, so... 
how do we practically ensure your team's busy day is worth it? Because here's the sad truth. It's really easy to have a busy, busy day with alarmingly little to show for it. And I think we've all been there. And there are so many reasons for this. Sloppy emails, unclear expectations, unproductive conflict, workplace drama, days filled with tons of activity, but you end the day, the week, the month, and you have nothing to show for all that effort. And so the problem could be distractions from the most important activities. It could also be the way that your team is performing their tasks. They might be performing the activities and habits that should lead to success, but doing those habits without the right focus on outcomes can start to be a box-checking exercise as opposed to doing what's actually going to be meaningful and productive. So in other words, they're doing what you asked, but they're focused on counting the metrics, how busy they are, as opposed to the quality metrics of how well they're accomplishing those tasks. And you can find yourself in this boat too. So whether this is you or your team or all of the above, how do we make the most of a busy day? We want to move from counting to quality. So moving from counting to quality means reevaluating how you or your people are spending their time. Some team members will do what they know how to do or are comfortable doing. They're busy, but doing lots of what's familiar, not necessarily what's most helpful. And uh, you'll see this in entrepreneurs all the time, starting entrepreneurs, you know, they leave their day job and they're like, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to be a consultant. I'm going to do that work. And what they're most comfortable doing is the technical work they were doing before. So they put their focus there. They don't put any focus on sales or marketing and their business doesn't succeed because they're just doing what they know how to do or are comfortable doing. So you'll need to help your team make this shift and model it yourself if that's what they're finding themselves doing, okay? So, and for others, they may be doing exactly what's needed, but maybe they're missing just a small change that will leverage all of that hard work. So let's look at a couple of examples of shifting from counting to quality. Let's take our first example. First busy day example, number one, this is an enthusiastic sales rep who's just not selling. So let's imagine that you're leading a sales team. One of your measurements is the number of times salespeople visit an existing client to uncover additional opportunities, a common metric for sales teams. So you've got a sales rep who exceeds their quota of visits and is always out with clients. Every day is a busy day. But the trouble is they're not selling anything new to those clients. The activities and habits that should work to help them accomplish their most important thing here aren't working. So you investigate, and it turns out that they're spending time with the same three low-level managers because they have a good relationship. It's comfortable. They know how to relate to those folks, and they enjoy those relationships. But they're not asking strategic questions or uncovering sales opportunities. So now, as you help them grow from counting those visits to quality visits, you'll have them analyze who they're visiting, what they discuss on those visits, and whether or not they've set up a next step. So a quality visit might include an introduction to a senior manager, maybe a discussion of upcoming projects, learning about their sourcing requirements, or a follow-up meeting to share how your company can meet any of those needs. So that's moving from counting to quality with an enthusiastic, busy sales rep who's not necessarily selling. All right, let's look at another one uh, from healthcare. Uh, this is uh, busy day example number two, the efficient nurse missing connection. 
So this was an example from one of our healthcare clients. Their nursing staff was doing an excellent job with their numbers and countable activities. They were taking patients' blood pressure, temperature, delivering medications, completing their patients' charts. But patient satisfaction scores didn't reflect all that activity as important as it was and as critical as it was to the outcomes of their health. The move from counting to quality for the nursing team involved one small change in their busy day. When the nurse entered the patient's room, they would greet the patient by name, tell the patient their name, the nurse would share their own name, and what they were there to do. That one small moment of connection with those three components, patient's name, nurse's name, and what they were going to do, leveraged all the other important work they were doing, and their patient satisfaction scores improved. And it hardly took any additional time to move from simply counting to making it a quality interaction. So as you help your team move from simply counting to evaluating the quality of their work and how much it contributes to the results you need to achieve, it's important to apply that principle to your own work too. It's easy to get sucked into emails, into solving a problem that feels good but doesn't make a big difference like we talked about last episode. So this is a good time to pause and reflect on your busy day. Do you have common activities that take up way more time than the value that they add? How might you spend less time on these? Or maybe stop doing them altogether? All right, so let's look at busy day example number three, the check the box manager. This is one of the most dangerous. When human resource checks the performance management system, this manager looks like they're on top of their game. They've checked all the boxes. Weekly one-on-ones, check. Mid-year reviews, check. Development plans, check. Five people recognized this month, yep, check. They even took their team off-site for an end-of-year meeting, check, check, check. And yet, their employee engagement scores are some of the lowest in the company. And exit interviews say that the biggest reasons people are leaving are a lack of career path and support from their manager. What's going on? In this case, the manager is so overwhelmed with the busyness of their job that they're not taking the time to truly invest in the employee's development. They're just doing enough to keep the HR police off of their backs. Or they haven't been trained on what success looks like for these critical employee development activities. It's not about checking the box, it's about actually helping your employees to advance in their career. That's the reason for the boxes. So if we're not achieving that outcome, we're not getting it done. So if you're a manager of managers, don't rely just on the spreadsheets from HR to tell you how well your managers are developing their team. So those are three examples of how we might move from simply counting to focusing on quality and the outcomes that those various metrics achieve. One of the easiest ways to cut through this, if you find this happening, is to simply ask people, why do we do that? It's not about the doing of it. It's about the reason why we're doing it. And if we're not achieving that outcome, we need to look at what we're doing, how we're doing it, et cetera. Because your metrics matter, okay? The counting metrics, they're certainly a start and they do matter. The sales experts are right. Sales is a number game to some extent, but the number of phone calls, the number of client visits, the number of any of those things, it's just the beginning. And when it comes to safety, yes, you need to know that your employees are following the safety protocols, but that's just table stakes. That's not excellence. 
And yeah, it's important to track if your managers are doing key tasks like one-on-ones or development plans, but it's even more important to ensure that they're building confidence and competence in their employees and that employees are feeling supported in their own career development. That's what we're trying to achieve. So if you want your teams or your busy days to matter, I encourage you to dig a little deeper, focus on quality as well as counting, and help your team move from just counting to quality and be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.